0: Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports, and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM WRUF.
1: Welcome into a Tuesday edition of Sports Scene, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF. I'm Steve Russell. Time to eat some lunch and talk some sports. Ailey is our producer today. Appreciate his work. Uh, We'll be talking shortly with uh, Brad Spielberger from Pro Football Focus. Talk a little NFL. That's about where we are now. Except, uh, I do want to get a couple of things, I hope, from you today. Because if not, it'll be a long day. But here we go. It's interesting to me what happened. Did you see, by the way, the Orioles broadcaster? Who was suspended by the team for pointing out facts? As a baseball broadcaster of long standing, I was blown away by this, blown away by it. And so it got me to thinking, okay? What is it with a broadcaster? Do you prefer homers? Do you prefer down the middle as a call? What do you, you want to hear as a fan? Okay? Because there's no right or wrong way to do it. But here's a guy who was, in my opinion at least, doing his job. That's what he was doing and pointed out, rightly so, factually so, by the way, what the Orioles had not done um, when it came to the Tampa Bay Rays. Um, This is back in July. Kevin Brown pretty good baseball player in his own right, uh, said the Orioles had won as many games at the Trop in 2023 as they had in the past three years combined. Well, they showed that. Um, Orioles' ownership, apparently taking umbrage at that, and he hasn't appeared on a broadcast since. Now, the Orioles say... He's not suspended, and they look forward to hearing Kevin's voice soon. Well, if he's not suspended, do you all of a sudden get sick? And then, I don't think Aaron Boone is long to be the manager of the Yankees. He's just not had a lot of success by Yankee standards. But did you see what he did last night in an argument with last Diaz, the home plate umpire. It is, if you haven't seen it, it's classic. He even went to home plate, drew a line where the pitch was, according to Boone, and did the stee- and did the you know the strike through it was that is a meme for the ages. It was a great imitation. Um, but if you haven't seen it, check it out. It's really good. By the way, Georgia has fired a football recruiting staffer who was a survivor in that January crash that killed a player and a staffer. Um, And she had filed a lawsuit against the University's Athletic Association. Uh, The school said she was dismissed because she refused to cooperate with an internal investigation into the crash. Her attorneys say she's being retaliated against for filing the lawsuit. So we'll see, you know, where this will lead up to. And again, when, you know, you... You do things, you're, you're a two-time defending champion and things are out of control a little bit. Those kind of things happen. The last thing I will let oh, the ACC now is at least thinking about discussing Cal and Stanford to the ACC. Cal and Stanford to the Atlantic Coast Conference, they are in the Pacific Coast. Long flight. And I'll say this, I mentioned this yesterday, and I'm sorry, I'm having a hard time swallowing all of this. Here's the thing, it always works out, it always does, but how are you going to go see your child play If you're playing a game that's 1,500 miles away, I guess maybe you just don't go to that game. And that's the answer, but it doesn't make it easy. Also, a lot of people have emailed me about the upcoming season for Gator football. And it's interesting to me how some of the opinions have changed. I told you they would. Because fandom comes out now. What do you think the swing game on the schedule is for Florida? If it is to have a successful season or a season like last year? Or maybe it could be two games. Okay? Open the phone lines. three nine two eight two five five. You can email Russell at wruf.com. Daryl leads us off. Daryl hi.
2: Hey, good afternoon, Steve. I'm gonna to touch on some of your subjects today. Uh swing game for me is gonna be Tennessee at home.
1: Okay. That's a I think that's one a lot of people would pick. Okay.
2: Uh Steve, as far as your broadcasters, you know, I love listening to the radio broadcasters and you know, turning down the TV and uh I guess I'm old school when it comes to that. But if we go back in time, remember uh FSU got rid of Peter Tom Willis, you know, because he was telling it like it is on the radio and I like a color commentary guy to let us know, you know, if our team's doing bad or good, you know, and I think they should have that right, you know. I I, and I
1: certainly think there is a way to do that. For example, remember when Florida in baseball lost to South Alabama in the regional? Yes. Well, I was calling that game. Yep. That's not an easy game to call, because the team that you work for is getting smoked so there's again there's a way to do that without saying you know gosh florida's this there's a way to do it but i think if you don't do that to your for for your audience you're you're not serving the audience again there's a you don't you you always err on the side of the team that employs you that's what i think but you cannot also just turn a blind eye if something is going wrong.
2: Steve, how do you think of uh, say announcer? You know, back in the day, like Larry Muntz, you know, he referred to George as "we" and all this stuff, and you know, he'd say, "We can't stop him," and you know, we're just, you know, we're not playing that good. How do you think he'd survive today? Yes, I do.
1: Um, but I, I think you, you earned that stripe along the way. I mean I think you be you endear yourself to fans as a broadcaster if you do that okay I do think you lose some objectivity in doing that but sometimes a fan of the school doesn't care if you're particularly objective or not. You're broadcasting you know for that particular school as a young kid coming up, you know, I was always taught be down the middle, but you know, again, if error on the side of caution of the school that you're working for, because I don't ever want to wow. insult an audience. I, I don't. If if something, if a team is playing badly, you have to report that they're playing badly, but you don't have to, you know, pile it on, so to speak.
2: Yeah, you just can't come across here and say we just suck. You know what? No, you know what I mean. No. Something well, like I mean, that.
1: you you can say. Man, Florida's really not playing very well today. Okay. Right. And 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 here's why, cuz they made five errors. Okay. That that supports my premise. You have to have support as well. So, that's part but again, I think there's a way that you you know, Florida's Florida's only made 17 errors all year, unfortunately, five of them today and the Gators are losing 10 to 2. Okay? That's part of it.
2: Yeah, well, Steve, as a broadcaster, you, you know, to me, you and Jeff's the voice of Gator baseball, and uh, it's always a pleasure to turn down that TV if I'm not at not the ballpark and to y'all, because you keep it more interesting, us baseball fans, and, you know, the broadcast on television.
1: Okay. I appreciate that, Daryl. Thank you. Um, and again, what do you think as a fan? Do you prefer a homer? Do you prefer somebody that, you know, calls it down the middle? How do you... How do you want your hometown, whatever sport it is, you know, how do you want your hometown announcer to be? I just think the Orioles got this one all wrong. Twelve thirteen, time check brought to you by Hayes Chillery, ESPN ninety-eight one FM, eight fifty AM W R U F.
0: Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN ninety-eight one FM eight fifty AM WRUF.
3: Good afternoon. I'm Brooke tonight. In baseball, the Tampa Bay Rays will play the St. Louis Cardinals today. Make sure you tune in here tonight at 6 for coverage of the game. As well, the Miami Marlins will play the Cincinnati Reds tonight at 640. In NFL, the Bucs will play their first preseason game against the Steelers this Friday night in Tampa. Looking at the SEC football preseason coaches poll, the Gators will play four of the top 10 ranked teams. As the season opener quickly approaches, the Gators continue to prepare for this difficult roster with preseason practices. As well, Gator great and assistant golf coach Dudley Hart was named the 2023 Jan Strickland Outstanding Assistant Coach of the Year this morning. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Brooke Tonight.
0: ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF.
1: The Rodeaver Boys Ranch in Palatka. Those folks have done great work for quite a while now. And they do it with your help. They need your help, ladies and gentlemen, because they survive through donations of your unused or unwanted vehicles. It's really that simple. Your donations are tax-deductible, and it helps a really good cause. Here is what it takes. You donate your unwanted car, motorcycle, RV, just about any kind of vehicle to the road here for Boys Ranch, And these kids who come from troubled backgrounds and difficult home environments take the vehicles, repair them, fix them, they resell them. This is how they learn the real-life skills. really helps, really helps, and it has for a long time. To find out more information, all you have to do is Google Boy's Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org. That's rbr.org.
4: Medicaid covered many Floridians during the public health emergency, but now for many, that coverage may end. If you are in jeopardy of losing your health coverage, don't worry. You may qualify for affordable health insurance through the federal health insurance marketplace. Navigators are ready to help you find the most affordable coverage option. This help is always free and confidential. Visit us at coveringflorida.org to learn more. That's coveringflorida.org.
5: This, your captain. Better buckle your seatbelts for this one. I saw my passport expired, so I went to Staples, got a passport photo lickety split. While I was there, I grabbed some tiny travel soap and shampoo. <laughs> I should have got some from my copilot. Just kidding, Brad.
6: Staples has everything for travel. 10-minute passport photos, luggage, headphones, even personal travel items. And now at Staples, get $10 off your purchase of $30 or more when you buy a travel service. Staples, your first stop to nonstop travel. Ends 9-16. In-store only. Exclusions apply the final days of end-of-season deals during the truckload event at Lowe's. Right now, save on major appliances and get an additional 10% off in-store clearance appliances. Plus, take up to 25% off select storage totes like the Project Source Commander tote. Just $11.98 was $15.98. Find big savings now. Lowe's knows savings. Lowe's knows home improvement. Valve through 890. Exclusions apply while supplies last. Selection varies by location. See Lowe's.com for details. What is ClearSound Audiology, and how can they help you? Well, simply put, ClearSound Audiology focuses on enhancing your life by addressing hearing loss, whether it's affecting you or a loved one. Don't miss what you haven't been hearing. There's absolutely no obligation with the two-week trial period. Try your hearing aids before you buy them. All UF and Santa Fe students and employees save 10%, or mention ESPN for 10% savings as well. Visit us online at clearsoundaudiology.com or in person in our Gainesville or Lake City offices. ClearSound Audiology, where your hearing aid comes with a doctor
7: ah the good life you deserve it the pros at electronics world can help you enjoy the good life at home in comfort with premium video and audio components from the best in the business sony yamaha marantz bryston rotel
5: bowers and wilkins keff martin logan and more whether it's a two-channel stereo system outdoor entertainment or a home theater room with surround sound ew has what you
7: need to enjoy the good life visit our showroom in gainesville or online at electronicsworld.net.
4: New sneakers, fresh backpack, three spiral-bound notebooks. Check, check, check. And the feeling of knowing you're ready to take on the challenge. I got this. Now that's empowering. Let Radiant Credit Union empower you with 5,000 bonus points when you spend $100 during the first 45 days of opening a credit card with us. But hurry, this offer ends August 31st. Visit radiantcu.org slash empowering to get started. Federally insured by NCUA.
0: The WRUF Radio app. Your source for sports every second of every hour of every day. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators.
8: This is Gator soccer coach Samantha Bohan, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app.
1: Welcome back to Sports Scene. Well, a lot of the NFL teams have their first exhibition games after the Jets and the Browns had the Hall of Fame game. Brad Spielberger, Pro Football Focus, talk a little NFL with us now. Uh, I want to talk first, Brad, though, about the Chiefs because a guy who maybe was a bit underutilized at Florida was Kadarius Toney. He's now hurt. They hope to have him back. But could he be wide receiver one in Kansas City now?
7: Yeah, you know, if he can get healthy, I I do think to a degree he can be the number one option. But, you know, you say underutilized. Obviously, based on his talent, you'd probably like to see him utilized more. But unfortunately, you know, not not really able to stay healthy throughout the entirety of his NFL career to this point. Um, And you saw in Kansas City last year, even in big games, late in the season, in the playoffs, He's on the field for 12, 16 snaps a game. You know, where his talent shines through is on those 12 snaps, he's probably getting, he's getting the ball seven or eight times because they realize how dynamic and, 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 you know, explosive he can be. But, you know, I'm just not sure if he's relied upon as an every-down player right now. Um, so, yeah, the upside's there, that the boom plays are there. Um, not, not so sure about the consistency, though.
1: You know, when you look at the NFL, a team that's getting a lot of love is Detroit, is that warranted?
7: Yeah, I think so to a degree. You know, I, I will say there is the caveat of the NFC conference is just simply a weaker conference than the AFC, and the NFC North is, is not a very good division top to bottom. So, you know, that that is part of it. But But not to take anything away from Detroit. I think, you know, we obviously saw... Finished the season very strong last year, and this team is super, super young. You know, kind of restarted the whole, shuffled the whole deck with Matt Stafford going out of town. You have all these rookie players like Aiden Hutchinson and making these massive impacts early on in their careers. And so, if that continues, there's reason to think they could, you know, be one of the five best teams in the NFC conference, maybe win their division. Um, and I think that is a realistic outcome.
1: You know, one of the things that intrigues me. Uh, about the quarterback position which arguably Brad is the most important position in sports is what's happening in Tampa I, I just keep hearing from people that the Baker Mayfield's just not been very good but it just there just seems to be this reluctance. and I know I'm a little bit biased because it's Kyle Trask but there just seems to be a bit of reluctance to hand the keys to the city over to Trask am I wrong on that
7: it does seem that way for sure. You know, I always felt like there was a bit of a signal with, you know, again, of course, the Buccaneers during the Tom Brady era were solely focused on competing at the highest level, winning Super Bowls, and they weren't going to mess with that in any way. But you use a second round pick on Kyle Trask, and over two seasons, he never even became the backup, right? He was always the third string to Blaine Gabbard. And I do think if you showed a bunch in practice and he was, you know, this, this, this exciting prospect that they were all saying, oh, when Tom Brady retires, we got our next guy in place. So we're ready to go. I think he would have been the backup, and so I think because he never was, it kind of told you he didn't really show that. He had a couple flashes in preseason last year. I thought he made a couple nice throws. Um, you know, obviously the caveat being it's preseason, but still, you know, it's football. It's against good players. It matters. But yes, I, I agree with you. I think there is a reluctance. They didn't give Baker Mayfield a massive contract, but they clearly, you know, I think gave him, hey, it's your job to lose. You are the the starter. You're going to compete for it, but but you know it is your job at the outset. Um, and now it sounds like Trask has closed that gap a little bit in Tampa.
1: Will the 49ers keep three quarterbacks?
7: I think they probably will. You know, I think of course after what, what happened last year, they probably are comfortable carrying three. Um, you know, and, and I think it's funny they, they have expanded rosters in the NFL. It's you know on active game days it used to be 46, you can now go as high as 48. If you dress a certain amount of offensive linemen, um, you, you can boost that number. So, as much as teams kind of complained and, and went crazy with the whole quarterback thing, the league has tried to help teams carry more and more players. Uh, but, yes, yeah, for them in particular, especially early on, I think you will see Purdy, Darnold, and Lance all on the roster. And then maybe once Purdy is 110% healthy, um, you know, maybe Trey Lance becomes a trade target at that point for a team that has an injury or is or looking for a solid backup, something like that.
1: You know, I, I must give you a bias here, um, Brad. Growing up in the era that I did at the Dallas Cowboys with Tom Landry and then Jimmy Johnson, I was so sick of hearing about the Cowboys, and I'm still sick of hearing about the Cowboys because it just seems like every year there's all this drama when it comes to them. Assess the Dallas Cowboys for me.
7: Yeah, well, I guess you're not going to love this answer too much then because <laughs> I, I am super bullish and super high on the Dallas Cowboys really? this season. Yeah, I, I really do. I think that they have a legit case to to win the entire NFC. I think there are three teams in the conference, the Eagles, the Niners, and the Cowboys, that are at a class of their own. Um, and, and I comfortably put them in that category with two teams that, you know, I'm sure a lot of other people think are off in their own tier without Dallas. But, but yeah, I mean, a couple of biggest weaknesses were number two outside corner opposite of Trevon Diggs. You go out and get Stephon Gilmore. I think a speed outside option that could open the field up for a C.D. Lamb, you go trade for Brandon Cooks, you check that box, you get a healthy Michael Gallup back in the fold, another year removed from the torn ACL. You know I think they look much better from an off- offensive weaponry standpoint. And then in the draft, you know the def- their defensive line on the interior in particular was not good against the run last year. You add Mozzie Smith, who's this crazy athlete out of Michigan, um, who apparently has been unguardable, unblockable uh, in camp so far. Got to stay healthy. Had a lot of injuries last year, of course, but I, I think they are a, a legit contender in the NFC this year.
1: All right, Bradley. My last two things, and mind you, it's August, and I understand that. But um, if you had to give me a team in each league in the AFC, NFC, that you know might not be uh, Dallas. Okay, that if things broke right, they could have a really good year. Who would your two teams be, and why?
7: Yeah, so you know, I'll, I guess I'll go in the AFC. It's so so tough because there are so many good teams. But I'll tell you, I'm starting to talk myself more and more into the Pittsburgh Steelers as every day rolls on. And I do think the AFC North might be the best conference or best division, excuse me, um, in the NFL top to bottom. Where the Steelers probably are the fourth best team on paper, um, and I still think they're a above five hundred team, maybe a wild card team, but. I just I, I love their offseason both in free agency and in the draft and it's all of course going to come down to Kenny Pickett and how he looks running this offense but if Kenny Pickett takes that second year step I think they are you know and a, not gonna say contender but a, a playoff team and a team that can cause problems in the first couple rounds of the playoffs. so I'll go with them in the AFC in the NFC I think there's a bunch of teams you could pick here just because like I said I'm not super high on a lot of the clubs um I'll go with the Carolina Panthers. Look, rookie quarterbacks don't do particularly well. Even the, the great ones, the number one overall picks, you know, Trevor Lawrence went 1-15, and, and the Jaguars were picking first overall again. But uh, I think Carolina is in, in a poor division in the NFC South, and they have the ability to, with a very good defense, to maybe, you know, not make Bryce Young do too much in this offense and just play some smart football. I think he is a uh, – he was – called a savant to me by an NFL head coach uh, or or coach uh, this off season, um, you know, based on meetings they've had with the guy. So, yeah, maybe they just, they they, they figure things out on offense early on with Bryce Young and they're able to win that NFC South.
1: Uh, Last thing, and I don't like to see, you know, coaches fired as how they, you know, support their families, but it's a fact of life. Going into this season, Brad, are there any coaches in your thought process that are on the hot seat?
7: Yeah, it's not as, uh, I think, glaringly obvious as last year where, you know, again, I I don't root for it either, but there was a a market for first head coach fired and and Matt Rule, I think, was one of the easiest bets I've ever played. So um, I don't think that's really the case this year. I think Washington with Ron Rivera is interesting. He does deserve a lot of credit for basically legitimizing that franchise and doing so much beyond being a head coach. Um, But I do think he's kind of a lame duck at this point with new ownership if they don't figure things out, I think he'll probably get replaced. Um, and then I guess one other, you know, in Tampa, um, you know, Todd Bowles really just kind of, you know, was not great last year. Obviously, Byron Leftwich already let go on offense. Uh, you know, unfortunately, it seems like a great guy. I do think he's a phenomenal defensive coach. Uh, but, but if they get off to a very, very poor start, uh, I, I could see him let go midseason as well.
1: Very interesting. And as always, working people see your work?
7: Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at pff underscore Brad, and all, all my article content and everything like that is at pff.com.
1: All right, always a pleasure. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you, Brad.
7: Sounds great. Thank you.
1: Brad Spielberger, Pro Football Focus, talking a little National Football League. Uh, okay, if you're just tuning in, okay, give me the swing game or games on the Gator schedule, football, where if they win them, pretty good year, if they lose them, eh, nah, not so much. And I guess the obvious question here is we, second week of August, based on what you've heard from Billy Napier, you're going to hear from him again on, at least he's scheduled to speak again on Friday. Has your expectation level gotten better for this team? I would say, I'll, I'll say this. If you think it's the same or worse, I really want to hear from you. And tell me why you think that. 1229, Time Check brought to you by Hayes Louis, ESPN 981 FM 850 AM, WYUF.
5: Is that a new car? Nah, it's my same ride. I just got the dings taken out and repainted. I got it done at Mako in Gainesville. Wow, looks sharp. I thought it was a new car. Honestly, I was shocked at how good it looks. I'd recommend Mako of Gainesville to anyone.
6: Give your car a brand new look. Take it to Mako in Gainesville. Excellent service and a fast turnaround on quality warrantied work. With 0% financing available, visit M-A-A-C-O-Gainesville.com or call 352-371-4251. Mako of Gainesville on Main Street. Oh, yeah,
1: you can feel it. The hot Florida summer's upon us. And where do you feel it the worst? Well, in your vehicle, of course, unless you can reach over and dial in an icy blast of AC. If the air conditioning in your car isn't keeping you cool, take a ride and visit my friends at Dave Mays Automotive. And of course, AC isn't all they do. They can take care of your whole car, from brakes, tires, even engines and transmission work. And my favorite part is their honesty and work ethic. After all, there's a reason they've been in business since 1975 take it from me, Steve Russell, there's no place else I trust my vehicle to. Located at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive and online at MaysAutomotive.com. Dave Mays Automotive, they get the bugs out.
9: Dave Mays Automotive, we get the bugs all of them bugs out of your car
3: Mike Lester is the founder of Talon Wealth. I can't believe how much attention Talon's advertising has been receiving.
6: All I said was I wouldn't sell my mother an annuity and nobody should sell you an annuity either. So here's the thing, I was a very successful annuity salesperson back in the day, but I evolved as a financial advisor, as a fiduciary, I just don't know how, as a fiduciary, you can promote products that pay you a commission before your clients make a dime. So all of you out there pushing and selling annuities to your clients, explain to them who's paying for your radio advertisements, who's producing your radio show. After you answer those questions, then explain to me why I wouldn't sell my mother an annuity. That's all there is to it.
8: Mike, you pay for all of our advertising. I produce our radio stuff and I work for Talon Wealth.
6: That's right, Christian. We don't have to sell
8: annuities to provide income to people in retirement. More at guardingyournestegg.com.
5: Advisory services through talent, private wealth, and SEC registered investment advisor. Lord license D056341.
6: What is ClearSound Audiology, and how can they help you? Well, simply put, ClearSound Audiology focuses on enhancing your life by addressing hearing loss, whether it's affecting you or a loved one. Don't miss what you haven't been hearing. There's absolutely no obligation with the two-week trial period. Try your hearing aids before you buy them. All UF and Santa Fe students and employees save 10%, or mention ESPN for 10% savings as well. Visit us online at clearsoundaudiology.com or in person in our Gainesville or Lake City offices. ClearSound Audiology, where your hearing aid comes with a doctor.
0: From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update.
8: An excessive heat warning is in effect today through the evening. Sunny skies, highs in the upper 90s. Heat indices could surpass 110 for several hours this afternoon. Now, we do have a slight chance for a passing shower that could briefly cool us down, but most spots should stay dry. Tonight, very muggy and warm. Low temperatures tomorrow morning only falling into the upper 70s. From the UF Weather Center, I'm Megan Borowski.
10: It's a bird. It's a bird. It's the, the, the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. Yeah!
5: And the reaction is interesting. The reaction is interesting when it comes to, usually we're rooting for our team, our country. And even if you don't like the sport, it felt like there were people who were openly rooting against the United States women's team. Megan Rapinoe can be off-putting. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes and you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on
0: WRUF. We are your home for Tampa Bay Rays baseball. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world with the WRUF radio app. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com.
1: Later in the week, among the people we'll be talking to, ESPN football analyst Aaron Murray, Max Chadwick from Pro Football Focus, and the play-by-play voice of Utah, yeah, to give us information about the Utes. In the meantime, 392-8255, email srussell at wruf.com. Throwing out some topics today. What's the swing game on the schedule for Gator football uh, that would make the season uh, successful or not? Has your thought process on the season changed at all since practice started? And because of what happened to the Orioles broadcaster Kevin Brown, what do you want out of a broadcaster for your home team? Do you want a homer? Do you want somebody who calls it down the middle? What do you want? So a lot of things to talk about today. We'll start with Austin. Austin, hello.
11: Hey, Steve, how's it going? Good. Um, Yeah, I just wanted to chime in on some of your topics here. Um, The first one with the swing games for the year, you know, I I think it kind of starts immediately. You know, I think the Utah game and the Tennessee game could have potential to really kind of, you know, change our season a little bit because I I think with the Utah game, if we come out and we come out flat, then fans and everybody's going to think, oh, here we go again type thing. But if we win that game, you know, it could give us some momentum. And then if we beat Tennessee, you know, that, that could give us uh, some more momentum, too. So, you know, I think those two games are probably my biggest biggest ones for the year so far. But, you know, just to kind of set the tone for the year.
1: Yeah, I mean, last year Florida won against Utah, and obviously that didn't, you know, end up being the best thing in the world. But sure, if you can win a game on the road, you know, they're ranked, uh, beat them twice in a row, uh, then yeah, uh, but you know I, I don't think non this is just me non conference games unless it's Ohio State or you know somebody like that. But it can I mean it it can set the tone. I just think the league right now for me it's it's either going to be Tennessee or Kentucky. Those are the two for me that I think Florida's got to change.
11: Right. I, I I, mean, you know, we have to beat some of our rivals too this year, too, since we didn't do that last year. But, you know, um, and then in terms of your um, question about the announcers and stuff, you know, I prefer kind of a guy who's more sort of a homer, you know, just because kind of, you know, me as a fan, I'm obviously a homer and I really want the Gators to win and all that. But, you know, I kind of like my announcer to be that same way, too. And also kind of, you know, but also kind of tell it like it is, but kind of lean towards being kind of a homer.
1: Gotcha. Okay. Appreciate your call, Austin. Thank you. We continue on the Clear Sound Audiology phone line. Larry will talk to us next. Hi, Larry.
12: Hey, Steve. Um, I agree with the last caller 100%. Uh, I think Utah is a huge swing game. Being ranked this year, supposed to, they're supposed to be pretty good, and we're going there. I think that's a huge confidence booster. I know what happened last year, but... This is a different team. Coach has been there another year. I think they go in there and win that. And then a question I wanted to ask you, just while I was looking at the schedule for a swing game, uh, we got a McNeese and a UNC uh, Greensboro, whatever. Other than them two teams, I mean, them two two I count as wins, if we beat Utah, you're talking Kentucky, Tennessee, Arkansas, and South Carolina. To me, all the way to the U.S., Uh, uh, LSU game them are all 50-50 games to me and that's where I think Utah would, the confidence coming out of that win and on the road would play a huge factor in the Kentucky, the Tennessee, the Arkansas Uh, I guess the question I was going to ask you it made me think about was what percentage, if we go in and beat Utah what percentage would you Steve give the Gators of being undefeated going against LSU in November?
1: Uh, I not very good because you got to play Georgia in October.
12: Oh, that's right. They're on there too. Okay, yeah. All right. You can't well, forget about Georgia.
1: Um,
12: well, I was looking to say yeah, I overlooked them. I I was just looking all them. All them games were fifty-fifty to me, and I I think the season could be real big if we win this first one.
1: Well, if if Florida beats Utah, then it sets up beating Tennessee, playing Tennessee at home, and Tennessee hasn't beaten Florida here in forever. And then you got to go to Kentucky, to Columbia. How will Carolina be by the middle of October? right? And remember, Carolina got embarrassed by Florida last year. So I think they'll be – they probably circled that one a little bit. You know, Vanderbilt, I believe, was before that. And Florida certainly has payback. That's the homecoming game too. So that's why when you're where Florida is – there's a lot of these swing games because they're. Yeah. I think they're going to be pretty closely contested because of where Florida is right now.
12: Yeah, going to. I'm. I'm we have Vanderbilt here. Is that correct?
1: Yes, that's homecoming.
12: Yeah, I count, I count that as a win. I mean, I, I don't know what it is about us going to Vanderbilt. It's the old curse of the man. You know, I don't know what it is. That I hate that game when we travel up there. But uh, I don't know. I just. I, I think okay so Georgia by the time we get to LSU if we had one loss that's, that's months that's huge.
1: Oh, I think if I, think, I if you told a Gator fan right now they'd have one loss going to a second I think it's the second week in November game against LSU, I think they'd be ecstatic.
12: Well, I well, you know and that's the age old thing we talk about every year the uh the fandom you know, pandemonium, they're going to all get behind it, you know, and that, that makes the players more hype. The town's excited. There's a lot to that.
1: All right. Thanks for your call. Yep. Thank you, Larry. Bring Byron to the show. Byron. Hi.
9: (laughs) Steve, you know, that guy's a guy to my heart. Larry, that's the way I think too. And I would be ecstatic. And Steve, you know, that's what I was talking sort of yesterday, just talking about the schedule. And, uh, you know, Steve, we we do this as fans, and I don't like to do this, so I'm not calling them lost. But you you're right. Utah, Georgia, I said that yesterday. F, FSU and LSU are real tough, and so these are just all the, the games. We, the two he named McNeese and Greensboro, I don't know that real, but but we, and Missouri, Kentucky, Vanderbilt, SC, South Carolina. You know, we got to win those and 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 try to get a bowl. I like to get in the bowl. So yeah, those are games. And Steve, real quick, I'm gonna get on off here. That was a good good thing about the NFL. Great great interview. San Francisco, Philly, Dallas. I can't figure out the NFC, but uh, you know Tampa. I, I hope good luck to Tras, and uh, that's that's a tough conference. Uh, he was right. Carolina, New Orleans, and, and Atlanta is going to be rough. And Steve, real quick, I'm a Jags fan, but this this count Rich Richardson even with uh, Minshew, they they did some moves. I'm so glad that Taylor is that running back because you gotta wish something on him bad. I hope that continues and I hope that the guy the Chiefs don't come in that real crisp. But and uh it's gonna be a good year, so Steve. I'm I'm looking forward to football. Football. Saturday the Jags play.
8: D-ball! All
1: right, Byron, thank you. Uh Mark says that's for the swing game. That's the most significant. Tennessee seems to be the obvious pick for most Gator fans. He's going to think outside the box and pick Kentucky. Thinks UF begins the year 2-0 with wins at Utah and home versus UT. Um, Tennessee's the third game of the year. Um, However, we lost to Kentucky at home last year. 2021 came off a big win at home against Tennessee. Then I went on to lose in Lexington, which sent the season in tailspin. Crazy to think we've lost to UK two years in a row. Can't allow it to be three. Um, So yeah, we'll we'll see. Patrick says the swing game for him is FSU because he says if we lose that game, we won't have an undefeated season. Patrick's also a Yankee fan. Um, Lucas says when it comes to Gator broadcast, uh, I want someone who calls the game from the team's point of view. And as far as the national guy, I want a broadcaster who calls the game down the middle, but be excited. And speaking of that, Another, and and before I say this, I'm old enough to remember the Pac-8 and the Big Eight, right, and the tradition that that was. We all know where that went. But I wonder, remember after this season, the SEC on CBS goes away. Will you miss it? Will you miss it? I will. I'm not saying anybody else can't do a, as good a job, but again, it's one more little thing that just isn't there anymore. Will you miss that? Let me know as you call in today. Three nine two eight two five five. You can email S at WRUF.com twelve forty three. Time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN. 98. one FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF.
0: Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF.
3: Good afternoon, I'm Brooke Tonight. The Gators soccer team will have their last exhibition match of the preseason this Saturday in Jacksonville versus North Florida at 6 p.m. Looking at the SEC football preseason coaches poll, the Gators will play four teams ranked in the top ten. With the season opener quickly approaching, the Gators continue with their preseason practices. As well, Gator great and assistant golf coach Dudley Hart was named the 2023 Jan Strickland Outstanding Assistant Coach of the Year this morning. In baseball, the Tampa Bay Rays will play the St. Louis Cardinals today, and make sure you tune in here tonight at 6 for coverage of the game. In NFL, the Bucs will play their first preseason game against the Steelers this Friday night in Tampa. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Brooke Janice.
0: ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
13: Hi, this is Doctor Luis Rodriguez of Exceptional Dentistry. Here, what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry.
14: Everybody's friendly. You know, you walk into some places and you can tell who's having a bad day. Not here. It's like everybody's having a good day every day. Expect the unexpected. I thought I had the worst dental problems that anyone could have. Not so. Uh, once, it, once we got into the procedures and, and he explained everything that was going to be done, my problems seemed few. If you have any type of hang-ups or fears, anxiety about going to the dentist, which most people probably do, I can assure you, especially from my experience, that they'll relax you enough to where you, you don't have those fears and anxieties. And that's been the greatest part of, of being here, and that's why I continue to stay here.
13: This is Dr. Luis Rodriguez, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at exceptionaldentistry.com.
15: That's exceptionaldentistry.com. International Diamond Centers giving you relief from rising prices with two incredible offers going on right now. Offer number one, an instant 20% savings on all wedding bands. You heard it right. Now, for a limited time, get our best price ever on all wedding bands. 20% off across the board. Now that's price relief. Or if you prefer, you can take advantage of offer number two. Zero interest financing for 36 months on any purchase. And IDC will even cover your first two payments. This incredible finance option is for everything. Rings, earrings, pendants, bands, bracelets, exquisite designer jewelry, even certified diamonds. Pick any item. Spread your payments over three years with zero interest. And as a bonus, IDC will even cover your first two payments. So you can save big on wedding bands. Or go take advantage of this incredible zero-rate finance offer. Whichever you choose, you can't lose. During IDC's Summer of Savings event. Now through the end of August, only at International Diamond Center. At Celebration Point. On approved credit, some product restrictions apply. See store for details.
6: What is ClearSound Audiology, and how can they help you? Well, simply put, ClearSound Audiology focuses on enhancing your life by addressing hearing loss, whether it's affecting you or a loved one. Don't miss what you haven't been hearing. There's absolutely no obligation with the two-week trial period. Try your hearing aids before you buy them. All UF and Santa Fe students and employees save 10%, or mention ESPN for 10% savings as well. Visit us online at clearsoundaudiology.com or in person in our Gainesville or Lake City offices. ClearSound Audiology, where your hearing aid comes with a doctor. Call U.S. Med now to learn
9: more. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652.
0: Southern Sports Today with Chuck Oliver, weekdays at 2, right here on ESPN one FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. Sports Scene with Steve Russell on ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM, WRUF.
1: Call us up, talk a little sports today. Um, Some of the Gator baseball players have come back from playing summer league ball. I will tell you about that uh, shortly or before the day is out. Meantime, back to our clear sound audiology phone line. Rob is with us. Hi, Rob.
16: Hey, Steve. How's it going? Good. Yeah, man. um, I'm looking forward to this year. I'm going to temper my expectations, but, you know, we've got to, we've got to play to our strengths and, um, and, and continue to build off our strength and not try to like we did in the Kentucky game last year, try to, we tried to win the, the Kentucky um, game with um, Richardson's arm and we had a, we had running backs there that could have stabilized us, I think to win that game or whatever, but you all know, always looking back on last season. I hope we've learned, you know, that you, you, when you go out on the field, you have to be prepared. You know, readiness is the most important thing. And, and I don't mean one one guy ready. I mean the whole team ready. And I think you know we weren't ready on defense last year for for anything. We were out there kind of clueless. And it's gonna be a building process. I hope they 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 you know they learn a lot there over this summer practice and, and and are able to gel. But don't you think it's a heavy load this year?
1: What's a heavy load?
16: I mean, coming off of what happened last year defensively.
1: No. Not at all. Not at all. If I'm coaching this team, Rob, I'm not going to think like a fan thinks. Okay, that's the the last thing I'm going to do. Okay, I'm going to think like a coach thinks. The first thing I'm going to say if I'm Austin Armstrong is, look, I don't care what happened previously. I don't care what defense you ran. I don't care what you did. It's a clean slate. Everybody earns their position. Here's what I do and let's see if it gels with what, you know, you guys can do cuz I think that's the most important thing. You can't ask somebody to do something that they cannot do. So right. you as a coach, you got to figure out, you know, what can I do and then how can I do that to the strength of my roster and my scheme. So I think, you know, can you can the veterans look back at last year and say, you know, I I, I I don't want that to happen again. Well, shouldn't they have done that last year? And what happened? Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. that's all good. That's rhetoric. That's that's coach-speak stuff. But now what matters is, you know, what happens when the lights go on, and, you know, we'll see.
16: Yeah, I mean, the only thing those players can control is to give 100% effort, relentless effort, and to learn the concepts and be disciplined in your assignments. And when you're fundamentally sound like that, um, everything will start to get better for you. If you if you don't have the fundamentals down, and learn the basics of tackling, being in position, reading, um, anticipating, all those things are concepts to learn to learn the game. And I hope they study well on defense, and hope we have a good. You know, I hope we can at least get off the field on, on third down and be disciplined enough not to shoot ourselves in the foot, and we'll, we'll give the offense a chance to heave it out there steve thank you
1: all right rob thank you tim is next hi tim
16: hey steve
13: long time listener first time caller yes sir appreciate all your perspective well i live in knoxville tennessee lived in florida most of my life but all i hear all day long on the sports radio here is about how florida's down quarterback troubles billy napier on the hot seat florida fans not happy for that reason, the swing game's got to be Tennessee for me. <laughs> I've never wanted Florida to win more in my life, besides the national championship games in this game this year. Tim, I'm not laughing. Happen.
1: I'm not laughing at you, man. I'm laughing with you because because I, I, I know head, how it is there. And and look, it's it's been and I'm not saying this to hate on Tennessee fans, but it's been so right. long since they've been you know any kind of relevant. Uh, and give mm-hmm. Josh Heupel a lot of credit. He's resurrected that program. And he's done a really nice job there, but you know Tennessee fans are some of the worst when it comes to now they think they're going to win the national championship, and that, I mean right, it, it's right. just it's insufferable. So I I feel for you.
13: Uh, I I appreciate the uh, the shoulder to cry on. <laughs> it's okay, <laughs> but uh, but I, I also I'm optimistic on the on the season since ball practice too. I mean, I, I'm loving all these measurables that Billy Napier's staff sharing with the, you know they heat. Goes into detail with fat loss, lean muscle gain, mass strength increases, and and I, and I do believe if if they could put all that together, I'm trying to be cautiously optimistic. But those are all very good um, pieces to the puzzle to to maybe make the team better on the field. But uh, I really like the foundation he's setting. I just hope it translates to the field, and and I, and I think it will.
1: So. You know, a, a lot of fans don't like to listen to Billy Napier. They some think he's boring, you know, some think mm-hmm. he's not exactly quick with a, you know, with a quip and frankly, he's not. But he is mm-hmm. measured. He has a formula that has been successful for him. No guarantee it'll be successful here, but you know, any coach has to believe his system is going to work. You tweak it, you do what you need to do, but it's obvious to me looking at the team and that's all i'm doing tim is just looking at this point they yep. seem to be in better shape they seem to understand things now as they should better in year two than they did in year one the question now becomes does it translate to more wins all
9: Right,
13: right that's all that's all we can uh hope for and uh I'm just glad
1: it's almost here Yeah, a long off season. Yeah, a lot of people are, too. <laughs> Appreciate your call, Tim.
13: Uh, yep, have yep. a good one.
1: Yes, sir. Thank you. And call any time from Knoxville. I understand. Uh, Drew says he will miss the CBS College football theme song. He says it's the best theme song uh, in all of sports. Steven says, I saw last night where the Yankee manager did what he did with his strike three mimicking of the umpire, Priceless. It'll make me chuckle for quite a while. It was awesome. It was awesome. I mean, he went up, drew the line. I mean, yeah, you know, I've never seen a manager do quite what he did. Vince says, the swing game is Kentucky, more of a middle-of-the-pack program like we are. Given it's on the road, it'll tell a lot as to where we are and where we stack up versus other mid-level SEC teams. That's a great point. As for expectations, mine haven't changed in that. I'm not expecting a great season. While I like what Napier has said, I've yet to see a coach badmouth or diminish their team prior to the start of the season. That's true. I, I put it differently, Vince. Nobody says, okay, here's, here's Napier has a press conference Friday. Uh, we suck. Next question. I mean, no, no one does that. I hope his words ring true. He says him at the point after the last years, I need to see it on the field rather than just hear it. Love the show as always. Well, I think, Vince, a lot of fans share that. I I mean, saying it's one thing, but on the field, yep, that is where it counts. No question um, about that. 392-8255, email srussell at wruf.com. Ailey, who's the name here? I don't – it's D? Okay, all right. Hey, D, what's up?
17: hey what's up steve hey. thanks for getting me on before the break uh-huh. uh two things uh on the schedule the, the the swing games um obviously i think one is utah you know coming out of the gate strong you know that, that could be a springboard to the season but another one is uh south carolina man uh that's the third game but um i think we got kentucky vanderbilt then south carolina and that's right before the bye week right before we hit georgia so uh you don't want to go into the bye week um you know, losing and having that linger. So I think that, that South Carolina game, you know, on the road is kind of a swing
1: game. There's you know, if you not that every year there aren't swing games. I think there are. But because of where Florida finished and because of where the SEC is and there are a lot of teams in that middle tier, right? Florida, right. Kentucky, Carolina, you know, those kind of teams that those are swing games, and I believe isn't Carolina after homecoming? Yeah, because
17: we got Vanderbilt. Yeah. right after we have them right after Vanderbilt. Yeah,
1: so that's homecoming. So yeah, and then it is the bye week. So yeah, I mean, look, I know when you lose at the at, at the break like that, it can linger a little bit, but I do think the good thing about that is you have Georgia. You're gonna, you should get jacked to play Georgia even coming off a loss, you know, on the road like that. But I hear you. I hear what you're saying.
17: Right. Uh, On the coaches, Steve, I heard you talking with, uh, you know, Brad uh, earlier. Uh, I'm going to give you two more names, Steve. Um, I think uh, Dennis Allen in New Orleans, uh, if they get off to a slow start, to me he's kind of like in that Todd Bowles uh, in that area, man, a a great defensive coordinator but just not a head coach. And if New Orleans doesn't make the playoffs, I think this will be the third straight year so. I think his seat is hot, and I'm going to give you another name you probably wouldn't think, Steve, is uh, Sean McDermott at Buffalo. I think, you know, people always talk about windows in the NFL closing. You know, Buffalo's been – they lost to Kansas City two years ago, and then uh, Cincinnati horse-whipped them last year at home. They couldn't run the ball. They had a few off-season stuff with Stephon Diggs. I I think Sean McDermott, he's got to at least get to the AFC championship game, in my opinion.
1: Yes, and it, it's too totally – and and that's the beauty of sport, date, when you think right. about it, right? Dennis Allen's example is hasn't won. McDermott's example is hasn't won enough right. or, or the right <laughs> game. But that's where, you know, I, I don't disagree with your point because I think this is a big year for Buffalo. I Because, again, I think between age – you know, free agency, all of that, that, that window is pretty narrow. I'm with you.
17: Yep. May want to crank up Janet Jackson. See, so maybe be using it <laughs> a few times <dollars> this year. <laughs> be <Because Yeah. he's> good, <laughs> All
1: right, D. Thank you. Yeah, ever since I came up with that, that's, uh, you know, what have you done for me lately? And it's true. That, that is certainly true. Uh, hour one in the book. Still plenty of time for you to talk to us in hour number two, right here on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WAUF.
0: Gainesville, U251CG, Gainesville. If your knee pain keeps
1: getting worse, how about that pain in your shoulder or hip or back? Don't let them tell you steroids and surgery are your only options. Take my advice now and call QC Kinetics. Hey, it's Steve Russell. QC Kinetics can make that pain go away with all natural advanced regenerative medicine. They're helping people here every day with these amazing natural treatments that restore and repair damaged joint tissue. It's like turning back the clock. Regenerative medicine uses concentrated healing agents from your own body to stimulate that damaged tissue in your joints so they can work like they're supposed to, and there's zero downtime. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in this exciting medical breakthrough. Patients here are getting real lasting relief and are saying no to surgery and drugs. If you have pain due to injury or arthritis, this is a remarkable option you need to check out, and the consultation is free. Now with clinics in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, 352-400-4550, 352-400-4550, QC Kinetics.
7: Hey, Bill, is that
5: a new car? Nah, it's my same ride. I just got the dings taken out and repainted. I got it done at Mako in Gainesville. Wow, looks sharp. I thought it was a new car. Honestly, I was shocked at how good it looks. I'd recommend Mako of Gainesville to anyone.
6: Give your car a brand new look. Take it to Mako in Gainesville. Excellent service and a fast turnaround on quality warrantied work with 0% financing available. Visit M-A-A-C-O-Gainesville.com or call 352-371-4251. Mako of Gainesville on Main Street. What is ClearSound Audiology, and how can they help you? Well, simply put, ClearSound Audiology focuses on enhancing your life by addressing hearing loss, whether it's affecting you or a loved one. Don't miss what you haven't been hearing. There's absolutely no obligation with the two-week trial period. Try your hearing aids before you buy them. All UF and Santa Fe students and employees save 10%, or mention ESPN for 10% savings as well. Visit us online at clearsoundaudiology.com or in person in our Gainesville or Lake City offices. ClearSound Audiology, where your hearing aid comes with a doctor.
0: Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports, and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF.
1: Welcome to Hour 2 of Sports Scene for this Tuesday. I'm Steve Russell as you listen to ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. Ailey is our producer today. Uh, we thank... Brad Spielberger from Pro Football Focus for being here today. Tomorrow, Aaron Murray from ESPN will talk a little college football, as will Max Chadwick from Pro Football Focus uh, later in the week. Uh, We're going to talk to the play-by-play voice of the Utah Utes. That will be on Friday. Also, Billy Napier uh, is scheduled to have a presser on Friday. We'll carry live. Uh, He should be here about 1230 uh, on Friday. So those are just some of the things that are happening Uh, This week. But in the meantime, today, what has your vision for... Think about the coach's preseason poll here. Florida, essentially, is 28th. 28th. 28th, 29th, whatever it was. So, that's a little higher than I thought it would be. So, has your expectation for the season changed at all? Also... This is the last year of the SEC on CBS. Will you miss it? Will you miss the CBS coverage? Um, and we'll take your calls, questions, comments, 3928255, and then swing game for the Gator football season. What do you think a game or two hinges on the success of Florida? And has your outlook Florida changed any, based on what you've heard or seen from Billy Napier and company. So, a lot of things to talk about. We'll start on the Clear Sound Audiology phone line with George. Hi, George.
18: Hey, Steve. How are you today? Good, sir. Hey, on your uh, swing game, to me, uh, it's definitely the Tennessee, and, and the reason I say that mainly is, is really just the timing of it. You know, especially if we stumble out in Utah, and then we come back, and if we lose to Tennessee, oh my gosh, you know Rome will be burning for God's sake. <laughs> you know, <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I just think, on the other hand, a win would be a catapult because Tennessee's coming in. You know, they're they're being propped up pretty well, and I think that would do a lot with the confidence level. And so that's that's kind of my thoughts on it.
1: You know, it's funny with Tennessee because I can certainly understand the preseason love they're getting. You know, they have a quarterback who can throw it from here to McAnopey. But how accurate will Joe Milton be? I I think that is really going to dictate a lot of what Tennessee, their success is because he can throw it a mile. But is he going to be the Hendon Hooker type of quarterback who can beat you with his legs and, you know, has a howitzer for an arm but doesn't turn the ball over. And if anybody can do that, you would think in the hypo system, you know, spread the field out, you know, sort of thing. But we're going we're gonna to find out.
18: Yep. And, and, you know, the other thing that plays into that swing game thing is, you know, it's a home game and uh, how important those are. But, hey, before I let you go, I, I, I may have just missed this, but I haven't heard anybody – Talking about, you know, when, when Utah came in last year, a lot of talk about how they would hold up to the heat and humidity, which was, I think, very valid. Has there been any discussion about altitude with us going to Provo? Not that
1: you've heard? not that I am aware of. Now, remember, this is going to be a midweek, or not midweek, but a during-the-week game. Uh, could they take an extra day? Uh, to do that I think Napier will address that uh, as it gets a little closer you know to what they're going to do I I think right I mean I'm sure he knows I'm sure they have a plan in place I don't know that you know he's going to disclose that now when they're going to have their scrimmage and all that but I think that's going to have to be you know discussed a little bit
18: yeah, that's a, that, that and the humidity, those are two things that are very, you know, almost impossible to really prepare for. You can prepare for noise, you can prepare for a lot of things, but those kind of natural <laughs> barriers are pretty hard to prepare for. But, hey, thanks for taking my call, Steve. Yes,
1: sir, George. Thank you. Let's talk to Adam. Hi, Adam.
10: Hey, Steve. Fantastic show as usual, my man. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it, man. Yes, sir. What a shot. Hey, yo, um... I mean, the, the the Tennessee game obviously is, you know, it's a redundant topic. It's not really redundant because, uh, you know, a few things can be said about that Tennessee game. First of all, your man that was just on, uh, you know, it is a home game. And if history repeats itself, they don't have a damn chance. And, you know, Jalen Hyatt's gone. Like, they and their defense is garbage. So, I mean, like, Josh Heupel is awesome. I got a lot of respect for him, and you know Milton. He may be whatever in that bag of chips, but their defense isn't going to be able to stop this rushing attack. So Tennessee is definitely the swing game. Um, loving that game. I can't wait to be there. Um, so past that, are, did, did you go to the the practice this past weekend, Steve?
1: Yep, a little bit.
10: What'd you think of uh, What'd you think of uh, Graham Mertz?
1: Um, better better. Um I, I think he's gonna be the starting quarterback. I don't think there's any doubt about that. Now, if he goes in the scrimmage and just completely lays an egg and, you know, the other two guy one of the other two guys, you know, really lights it up, could that change things? Perhaps I don't envision that happening. I don't think Murch is gonna, you know, fall on his face. So I think he's the guy
10: yeah from what i saw man like i saw some accuracy i I saw some touch on the ball and and with max brown too i know there's a little bit of hype about him you know and uh his touch on the ball man was pretty bro he was throwing some nice passes out there and uh he he just he just looked more refined to me and um as billy says uh you know he's got to get caught up on the you know the, the the uh the game plan and whatnot but um uh, okay, so let's talk about the youth real quick. Um, they're talking a little smack right now. They're talking a little smack about our defensive backs and and, and our wide receivers and, and this, that, and the other. Personally, to me, I'm, I want to get your opinion on this. Uh, Cam Rising, like, everybody's looking at that ACL. Dude, he's eight and a half months out, and he was a killer in his run game and rolling out and getting away from pressure on one of the worst defenses in the nation. I mean, let's be honest about it. You know, I think we're going to bring the heat. I think we're going to bring it to them. And i got us beating the U's by 10, man. Go Gators. Thanks, Steve.
1: Okay, thank you. See what it it does early in the season. See, when you start watching practice and things look good. Utah's a good football team. And granted, I I think, and we're going to have their play-by-play voice on, uh, Bill Riley Friday, who will give us a little more uh, when it concerns the Cam Rising. Because will he be 100%? No. I do not think he'll be 100%. Uh, will he be good enough? Well, I mean, that's that remains to be seen. Dick, welcome to
14: the show. Hey, Steve. How you doing, brother? Good. Hey, hey, great show. Yeah, we are getting excited about dinner football. I'll, I'll tell you. I, I think people are sleeping on the Gators. And I'll tell you why. I know you always think, you know, everybody is a winner before the season starts. But um I just I, I watched the spring game. I didn't go to the practice game, not on TV. I but I, I went to the spring game, and I just think we're more talented. Maybe it's just me as a true blue, blue Gator fan, but to me, we just look more talented. We I think our defensive line rotation is going to be better than it was last year. I think Cameron Jackson and Caleb Banks is going to give us. Uh, some seasoned veteran guys that we can rotate in there. I think our linebackers the only question mark I would have a little bit is I gotta see what happens uh with the offensive line. Now Damian George, you know, somebody who, who was recruited by Saban going to Alabama, uh <clears throat> was a part time starter, I would say he probably can, can can start for us. And then you know, the guy from Baylor sounds like the guy's a dog and he's really good. So I don't know about about that but I think Andy Jean, our wide receivers, Eugene Wilson, even though they're freshmen, I think they're better players than what we had out there. Shorter was a possession guy. We haven't had that guy who can wiggle and stuff outside of Purcell. Now we can put three guys out there like that. So I just think we're a better team. I think uh, defensively, I mean, if you look at the combine, our, our DB, our, our safeties last year who started like the whole year, graded out the worst in the combine. Now with Kamari Wilson, which played I think he played admirably last year as a freshman. And uh RJ Moten. So I just think we're better all around. And I'm watching the i watched the a Kentucky game on SEC Rewind this past weekend. It's sixteen sixteen. Kentucky's not stopping us. We're running the ball down her throat. We get down to the thirty five yard line. And in Rich Central him and uh, uh Wright had a had a mix up in uh coverage. And he threw a pick right to the guy's hands went down. And then they had a fumble for a touchdown. You know, we could have, we could have probably won eight games last year. We could have maybe won that Kentucky game. We had some bad uh, errors in that game. Uh, how many times is Vanderbilt going to beat us in the course of 10 years? I bet we beat him nine, 9.5 times. So, I mean, I think people are sleeping on it. I'm not going to say we're going to contend for the SEC. But I really do think from what I've seen so far, we're a better football team. I think the talented I think the players that left here, we replaced okay. with more talented players.
1: okay, I got you. So, I think, thank you
14: I, I think I, I got eight wins, brother.
1: Okay, thank you. It's amazing to me what has changed from the spring game. I mean, after that snoozer in the spring game, there were people who wanted to fire Billy Napier. Florida's going to win three games this year, blah, blah, blah. I'm telling you, this is is not a bad thing. It's called fandom, that you want your team to do well. And I do think um, when you look at Florida from a personnel standpoint, they are better um, in a lot of places. And let's not sell Cam rising short, okay? Last year, 26 touchdowns and threw for over 3,000 yards. Uh, Part of his game is the run, but he was only sacked eight times. It's pretty good. And their offensive line was really good as well. And they were not intimidated playing here. They were not intimidated at all playing in the Swamp. So, you know, this is a good team. I, I hope people understand, even without Dalton Kincaid, uh, you know, he actually started the year behind the other tight end who's back. Um, so, good test for Florida. 114, time check brought to you by Hayes Chillery, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF.
0: Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF.
3: Good afternoon, I'm Brooke Tonight, In NFL, the Bucks will play their first preseason game against the Steelers this Friday night in Tampa. Gator Green and assistant golf coach Dudley Hart was named the 2023 Jan Strickland Outstanding Assistant Coach of the Year this morning. The Gator soccer team will have their last exhibition match of the preseason this Saturday in Jacksonville versus North Florida at 6 p.m. Looking at the SEC football preseason coaches poll, the Gators will play four teams ranked in the top 10. With their season opener quickly approaching, the Gators continue with their preseason practices. In baseball, the Tampa Bay Rays will play the St. Louis Cardinals today. Make sure you tune in here tonight at 6 for coverage of the game. That's your Gainesville Sports Center, I'm Brooke Janite.
0: ESPN 98.1 FM, 8:50 a.m., WRUF.
1: Yes, I do drive a car from Southeast Car Agency. I've driven one from there for a long time. The Cousins family has treated me right. They'll do the same thing for you. If you're looking for a new car, this isn't the place to go. They've never sold them. Over 40 years in business, they've always specialized in giving you the best alternative you have to purchasing a new vehicle. The best in late model, low mileage vehicles. Great selection, too. That's one great thing that when you go to their place of business, they try to give you the widest variety, the widest selection so you can make your choice based on make and model, what you want to spend, etc. You can find out more online. Go to secars.com. They update what's there all the time. And you can go see them in person, Northeast 39th Avenue in Gainesville. Test drive the vehicles. Their sales staff's always there to help you out. But you got to remember, when you go see them in person, tell them, sports scene sent you to southeast car agency oh yeah you can feel it the hot Florida summers upon us and where do you feel it the worst well in your vehicle of course unless you can reach over and dial in an icy blast of AC. If the air conditioning in your car isn't keeping you cool, take a ride and visit my friends at Dave Mays Automotive. And of course, AC isn't all they do. They can take care of your whole car, from brakes, tires, even engines and transmission work. And my favorite part is their honesty and work ethic. After all, there's a reason they've been in business since 1975 take it from me, Steve Russell, there's no place else I trust my vehicle to. Located at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive and online at DaveMaysAutomotive.com. Dave Mays Automotive, they get the bugs out.
9: Dave Mays Automotive, we get the bugs,
7: all of them bugs, out of your car.
6: What is ClearSound Audiology, and how can they help you? Well, simply put, ClearSound Audiology focuses on enhancing your life by addressing hearing loss, whether it's affecting you or a loved one. Don't miss what you haven't been hearing. There's absolutely no obligation with the two-week trial period. Try your hearing aids before you buy them. All UF and Santa Fe students and employees save 10%, or mention ESPN for 10% savings as well. Visit us online at clearsoundaudiology.com or in person in our Gainesville or Lake City offices. ClearSound Audiology, where your hearing aid comes with a doctor
4: new sneakers, fresh backpack, three spiral bound notebooks. Check, check, check. And the feeling of knowing you're ready to take on the challenge. I got this. Now that's empowering. Let Radiant Credit Union empower you with 5000 bonus points when you spend $100 during the first 45 days of opening a credit card with us. But hurry, this offer ends August 31st. Visit radiantcu.org/empowering to get started. Federally insured by NCUA.
5: We are going to Dublin at the end of August. I got to work on my Irish accent. Seton has been giving us a tutorial on our Irish accent.
19: That's right, Dan. (laughs) This is going to be my new accent.
5: Seems a little over the top. You know what's subtle is Keeper's Heart, the world's first Irish and American whiskey brought together. Kind of like us going to Ireland. It's smoother than the other side of a spoon, Dan! It's so good. In fact, their 10-year-old whiskey was recently named world's best Irish whiskey by the Tasting Alliance. Based on the awards, it continues to bring home. It's unlike anything else the world has ever tasted before. It's the best possible way. Keeper's Heart brings the boldness of American whiskey and the smoothness of Irish whiskey to create a new experience worthy of the record books. Ah.
9: You can't spell Messiah without Messy Dan. This is the Messy of Irish whiskey!
5: Once again, it's Keeper's Heart. Drink responsibly. The Dan Patrick Show, weekday mornings at 9,
0: right here on ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app.
9: This is Scott Strickland, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell, right here on ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app.
1: Darrell says he'll miss the SEC on CBS, another tradition going away. Uh, Andrew says people are dreaming. Take Stats 101, a bunch of 50-50 games. Not likely we'd go 7-0. and Only chance if we have a player or something we're sleeping on steps up. Otherwise, he thinks a lot of 50-50 games. Brian, welcome to the show.
17: Hey, Steve. How you doing? Good.
7: Hey, um, I have a, uh, one thing. I think the Tennessee game is going to be the swing game. Okay. Um, a lot of people think that. Yeah, I mean it's the biggest game, first biggest game, and second thing. I just want to, you know, send some, you know, you know, I'm really proud of uh, some of the SEC coaches yesterday. They kind of voiced their opinion on this uh, conference realignment, especially Eli Drinkowitz. He was kind of very vocal about that, kind of put it in perspective. You know, I, I think they're getting short end of the deal. Over money, the you know some of the smaller sports, um, and uh, that's all I have to say.
1: Well, let me let me comment on the on the what Drinkwood said, what um, Lane Kiffin said. I, I I think they're spot on when it comes to that. I mean, look, the reality that we are in now in the sports arena is money, money, money revenue that 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 drives everything not that it didn't before but it is so much more than it used to be and if you are truly talking about you know the student athlete and its effect here when you're traveling across the country when you're worried about how a parent is going to be able to watch their kid play when they're playing you know 1,500 miles away or more, and and then, oh, by the way, go to class. That's not talked about. And that's what Drinkwich was talking about, and that's what Kiffin's talking about. And I think that's the unintended consequence of some of this, is that there is going to be more pressure on these kids to study, to find a way to you know balance their time. You still have to go to class. You know all of that. There's a lot of pressure. There's a lot of pressure to start with when you're an athlete, and I think Brian, this just adds to it. But that's, I guess, the price you pay.
7: Do you think that we'll uh, we'll ever see Title Nine go away, or do you think we'll see start some somebody, of these seeing some of these schools that don't give the T V D deal, cutting out smaller sports? Yes,
1: I don't see I Title think. Nine going away, but I do see your second point. I, I do think there are going to be schools that cannot keep up, you know, and and do things. And and one of two things will happen. Either A, they'll just go away. They just won't have sports. Or B, you know, there'll be a second tier of schools that'll compete, you know, at their level, so to speak, uh, and, you know, do what they can, but not really compete with, you know, what you have now. It's kind of like it is now, but it might be more exaggerated.
0: Yeah. All right. Have a good day.
1: Yep. Steve. I appreciate your call, Brian. Thank you. Let's get Greg to the show. Hi, Greg. Hey, Steve. I'm enjoying
19: your show a lot, man. You do an awesome job. Um, there's three things. First, the swing game, Tennessee, obviously. It's kind of like going back into the nineties where, you know, in the old days it was that you had to beat Tennessee. Otherwise you had to root for them to lose two games and that's probably not going to happen. So that's a huge game as usual. And then uh, the, the, CBS Sports, Steve. I'm I'm not going to miss him at all. In fact, I'm old school. I loved Keith Jackson the way he would do his intro for like, say, example, the Georgia game. You go on the banks of the St. Johns River. I missed that, and so I don't. I know that Keith Jackson passed in '06, but I'm just saying I, I'm not going to miss CBS. And then with Cam Rising, Steve, you were talking about how good he is. As someone who's had a meniscus tear from all my days on street hardcore basketball. That hurt me bad. I mean, it still messes with me, and I'm 55. I don't know how the heck you're going to have an ACL complete care, what, back in December, November, and you're going to be ready in just a couple weeks in August? I mean, unless they've got a new, you know, bionic ACL they can put into your knee. And another thing, Steve, if someone's had injuries before, it gets in your head. It gets in your head. You can be tough. You can talk all that smack. But at the end of the day, you feel it. You feel it, and you kind of – it's a little fear there. And it takes a lot of repetitive motion over and over to get your confidence back. And that's just somebody who's had knee injury and, thanks be to God, I never tore my ACL. I just had meniscus tear, and it was a pain in my butt. So I can't see Cam Rising playing against the Gators. I wish the kid nothing but success, me, But we talk about the safety of the student athlete. If they're going to put him out there in a couple of weeks, and when he just had an ACL tear and do an ACL, you know, reconstructive surgery in January, then what does that say about their concern for that young man? And I'll take that off the air and go Gators.
1: Okay, thank you, Greg. There's two things though that I think um, you're missing. One, you just mentioned how old you are. Okay. When you did that back in the day, I'll use Gail Sayers as an example. Gail Sayers severely hurt his knee not once but twice and it limited his career to six years. He had to quit. Those injuries today would not be that because medical technology has, has gone and done wonderful things even more than when you did it, Greg, back in your day. And I can tell you this, Utah has already said this, okay, that they're not they're, – he's already practicing. So that – he's already on the field. He is certainly limited in practicing. And they've already come out and said they will not play him if he's not ready to play. So there is concern for the student athlete. And if you – have the if you know Kyle Whittingham at all and his track record uh, it speaks for itself he's a hell of a coach and he's not going to put a kid out there to put him in harm's way so I don't think there's any concern uh, from that standpoint um, when it comes uh, to rising but will he be a hundred percent no I I don't I don't believe anybody thinks he'll be a hundred percent but you know how close to 100% is he? What are they asking him to do? You know all of that stuff. That's why I I'm, I can't wait to talk to their play-by-play voice on Friday to give us the latest um, when it comes to him. 127. Time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF.
0: Anchor in the soul of Gator Nation and coming to you live from the second story of the CJC on the campus of the University of Florida. You are listening to ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
15: Got chronic joint pain but want to avoid steroids and surgery? Take some advice from pro football legend Emmett Smith. Call QC Kinetics.
6: Let QC Kinetics help you improve your quality of life with biologic therapies that get your body to repair and restore damaged tissue.
15: These exciting new regenerative treatments from local medical professionals can help your body heal itself with lasting pain relief. Trust me, you want to avoid surgery if you can. Check out
6: these biologic treatments to see what your options are.
15: QC Kinetics, restorative,
6: regenerative solutions with no downtime, no surgery, no drugs. I'm talking about joint pain we all can relate to in your knees, your shoulders, your hips, and your lower back. They'll get you feeling good again. Get relief now. What are you waiting on? Make the call to QC Kinetics. Tell them Emmett Smith sent you.
5: Call QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. Now with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages. 352-400-4550.
6: What is ClearSound Audiology, and how can they help you? Well, simply put, ClearSound Audiology focuses on enhancing your life by addressing hearing loss, whether it's affecting you or a loved one. Don't miss what you haven't been hearing. There's absolutely no obligation with the two-week trial period. Try your hearing aids before you buy them. All UF and Santa Fe students and employees save 10%, or mention ESPN for 10% savings as well. Visit us online at clearsoundaudiology.com or in person in our Gainesville or Lake City offices. ClearSound Audiology, where your hearing aid comes with a doctor. Nothing's better than taking to Florida's waterways with family and friends. But some boat operators don't realize that bow riding is extremely dangerous. It can lead to tragic accidents if someone falls overboard because of speed or direction changes. Be sure your passengers sit only in manufacturer-designated areas while underway. Their safety is your responsibility. Safe boating is no accident. To learn more, visit the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission at MyFWC.com. spilled your drink quick the quicker picker upper bounty picks up spills quicker and each sheet is two times more absorbent so you can use less than the leading ordinary brain so you can get back to your night bounty the quicker picker upper
0: Weather Center. Here is your WRUF weather
4: update.
8: An excessive heat warning is in effect today through the evening. Sunny skies, highs in the upper 90s. Heat indices could surpass 110 for several hours this afternoon. Now we do have a slight chance for a passing shower that could briefly cool us down but most spots should stay dry. Tonight very muggy and warm. Low temperatures tomorrow morning only falling into the upper 70s. From the UF Weather Center, I'm Megan Borowski.
0: This is the swamp.
5: Step back looking left. Throws. Hitters,
0: down the floor. Gets the stop.
9: This is Gators Head Football coach Billy Napier. Join Sean Kelly and the rest of the broadcast team as they bring you Gator Football all season long. 15 10 to the
0: for Florida football. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And now, more Sports Scene with Steve Russell here on ESPN 981 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com.
1: In the home stretch of Sports Scene for this Tuesday, uh, Cam Rising did say he feels as normal as he's been in a while, uh, whatever that means, um, but... You know, we'll, we'll see. And again, we'll get a, a better idea when we talk to Utah's play-by-play boys. Tommy says, tracking and reviewing Kyle Trask's history and past performances, from a distance he appears to be an easy-go competitor at the start. He tends to show up big time when given the reins of leadership. Who gets the start for the Bucs? Um, I think it's still Baker Mayfield but I think that job is wide open now. Uh, Mayfield has struggled some in camp, and I think a lot of the uh, issue here may be what happens in these preseason games. Joe says for swing games, Kentucky and Tennessee, and he says he will miss uh, the SEC on CBS. Sam says, fun to hear all the enthusiasm, but I have to temper it. I was at practice Saturday. Defense is improved, but young. Established offenses will give them an issue, especially on the road. Growth on defense will happen as the year progresses. Mertz has the tools. Wasn't under too much duress last Saturday. That's true. They did not put much pressure on the quarterbacks. Uh, when he did, had his issues getting the ball to the receivers. Team will be improved with a killer schedule. Winning 7-8 to eight will be a miracle, he says, just my two cents. Uh, William says, heard a lot of homers across Alabama and Georgia on my trips home. Uh, Prefers down the middle as far as broadcasters. Thinks Tennessee is huge. There's Kentucky and South Carolina both there. Um, And he said, he heard uh, about the football team's dorm looking like the Taj Mahal. Could you elaborate on this? Yeah, Florida I I think some of the players under Mullen were complaining about housing and food and things like that. Well, you know, with the new facility, the food took care of itself, and Florida has invested in places for the Gators to stay in terms of dorms and other places that have drastically upgraded uh, that part of the deal, B.B. Peyton says, let's say Babe Ruth – Hank Aaron and Barry Bonds all play their home games at Coors Field. You think any of them could have a 100 home run season with the light air? No. No. Close maybe, because remember you only play 82 games at home. You'd have to average you know, if you if you you'd, you'd think you'd hit more at home than on the road. Uh I doubt it. But could you hit 85 or 90, Peyton? Maybe. Maybe. Interesting question. Um, Because nobody's come close to that yet, right? And granted, those home run hitters didn't play there either, but you you get the point. Uh, I mentioned about uh, some Gator baseball players coming home uh, after playing in the summer leagues. Of course, Jack Caglione um, and Neely with the – USA Collegiate National Team. Uh, Luke Heyman, he was on the show before he left for the Cape Cod League, um, hit 258 up there. Um, Fisher Jameson pitched in the Cape Cod League, uh, and actually, after a rough year here, uh, in 22 innings, had a 3.68 ERA. Uh, who else? Blake Purnell. Uh, Really did a nice job. Three games in the Cape Cod League, two starts, allowed just one run on seven hits, and maybe most importantly, one walk in nine and a third innings. That was a 0.96 ERA, and teams hit just 194 against him. Michael Robertson played in the Cape for Brewster, didn't do well. 226, that's going to be his issue. You know, if you look at some of the draft boards, Robertson is up there because of his defense. But he's just going to have to learn how to hit better. Um, And then Dale Thomas played in the Florida Collegiate Summer League for the Orlando Snappers. like that name. Uh, Had 37 at-bats there with a homer and a couple of RBI. Uh, So those are some of the players that played – for the Gators who are coming back home. And before you know it, they'll be starting fall ball in yet another Gator baseball season. All right, got about 20 minutes. Good show so far today. Let's end on a strong note. Three nine two eight two five five. 8255 Email srussell at wruf.com. Uh, Harold says, swing game, South Carolina. Uh, doesn't say why, just says South Carolina. Okay. Uh Bill has a baseball question. He says, uh the Yankees are gonna will the Yankees fire uh their yes, I think Aaron Boone's done. Unless they make a miraculous recovery here, um I can't see him, especially in New York, lasting. Just don't see that. Um the Yankees just they they you cannot finish in last place if you're the Yankees. You, you you can't. And right now they are in last place by a half a game, but in last place. And they are still above five hundred. Every team in the East is still above five hundred, which is amazing. Um, Minnesota, the only team in the Central above 500. So, yeah, the Marlins still above 500, but now by only two games. My Mets, 10 games under. And even though Alonzo hit a couple of homers yesterday, he's hit a lot of homers, and they got to re-sign him, but he's not hitting well, for average at least. The Central... David Ross, the Gator, has gotten little attention. But the Cubs, a team that were not expected to contend just two and a half back in the Central. And says a lot. So thanks for the email with that. Uh, we've got two more here. Um, Jonathan Taylor, I will just say. This is just breaking now is apparently going to leave the training camp of the Indianapolis Colts to rehab his ankle injury and will not do it at their facility. Again, he's having contract issues. Um, Coach Shane Strykin said he was absent as part of his rehab process. Uh, He says it's part of his rehab, uh, but apparently that's not the case so find out what happens there uh... my last email or next to last email here i gotta get back to it have a trouble accessing my email all of a sudden here oh here we go david uh... believe it or not i rarely get these as an nfl question thank you david i always appreciate nfl questions um, who is your surprise team in each division? Ooh. That's hard. Boy. I I guess I guess you'd have to define what surprise is. Um in the AFC They're not going to be... Baltimore. Nobody's given Baltimore any love because of Cincinnati and what they've done. Um, But I think Lamar Jackson has a chance to have a big year, and I think the Ravens are going to be better than people think. So I would say them in the AFC. Boy, the NFC, I don't know. I, I... If you look at Green Bay, that's a division that I think is very winnable. And what if Jordan Love all of a sudden does a good job? Does that mean the Packers can contend there? And I think he's going to do a good job. He doesn't have Aaron Rodgers' shadow there anymore. Uh, Again, a lot of people love the Lions. The Vikings are getting no love at all. So... Just Again, this is top of my head. Uh, Green Bay would be my surprise team in the uh, NFC. Glennon Ocala, with a radical reconfiguration of conferences, obviously one of the main topics is travel. While football tends to use uh, going cross-country for a game, or I I can't remember the word here, while football teams are used to going cross-country for a game, the thought of the lesser Olympic sports going back and forth is absurd my point is the sec's maintained its southern footprint versus the other conferences would elite olympic athletes look to the sec as a destination due to much shorter travel and a more normal schedule perhaps perhaps i think now that probably starts factoring into it glenn yeah because once again what is, research has shown that a real point of emphasis for athletes is pressure, is lack of sleep. Well, I mean, you, can you sleep on a plane? Yes, I have slept on many a plane coming home from an athletic event. You can, but the rest is not the same. So, could that be possible? Yes. It's it's not easy going to to Missouri. That that's you know you got to, but you're not going cross-country either. Now remember Texas and Oklahoma do extend that blueprint somewhat but you're not going east coast to west coast. That's certainly true. 144. Time check brought to you by Hayes Chillery. Final segment coming up ESPN one FM 850 AM WYUF.
0: Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now. One FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF.
8: Good afternoon. I'm Emma Pastis. The Tampa Bay Rays kick off their three-game home series against the Cardinals tonight, with starting pitcher Zach Eflin taking the mound for the Rays. Catch game coverage here at 6 PM tonight. Also, in college football, the preseason coaches poll has been released. The Gators will face four teams this season who are ranked in the top ten. The team continues on with fall practices in preparation for the season opener in Utah. In the NFL, the preseason begins for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers this Friday. They will play the Steelers at home inside Raymond James Stadium. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Emma Pastis.
0: ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM WRUF.
6: What is Clear Sound Audiology and how can they help you? Well, simply put, Clear Sound Audiology focuses on enhancing your life by addressing hearing loss, whether it's affecting you or a loved one. Don't miss what you haven't been hearing. There's absolutely no obligation with the two week trial period. Try your hearing aids before you buy them. All UF and Santa Fe students and employees save 10% or mention ESPN for 10% savings as well. Visit us online at clearsoundaudiology.com or in person at in our Gainesville or Lake City offices. Clear Sound Audiology, where your hearing aid comes with a doctor.
8: The old way of living with diabetes is a pain. You've got to remember to do your testing and always need to stick your fingers to test your blood sugar. The new way to live your life with diabetes is with a continuous glucose monitor. Apply a discrete sensor on your body and it continuously monitors your glucose levels, helping you spend more time in range and freeing you from painful finger sticks. If you are living with type 1 or type 2 diabetes and you administer insulin three or more times per day or use an insulin pump,
9: Eight hundred five one three one six five two. That's eight hundred five one three sixteen fifty two. 1652
4: Investing is one of the ways you can help secure your financial future. Make sure you're investing with a registered investment professional who is required to act in your best interest when recommending investments to you and when investing your assets. Florida's Office of Financial Regulation has information and resources online to help you verify that you're working with a registered member of the financial services industry. Visit FLOFR.gov to learn more. This message is sponsored by the Florida Office of Financial Regulation, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station.
5: 180! What's up? Jack Youngblood.
19: Play action fake to Williams. Under a rush, and Jack Youngblood has him and brings him down. Wilbur Marshall. Knocked flat, and he is down, and as though he's taking a real tough shot, Wilbur Marshall in anime
7: contact. Joe Hayden. There's Bonson rolling right. And he's got a man, but it's intercepted. Picked off by Joe Hayden.
0: Who writes the next chapter on the history of domination in the swamps. Gators football returns to Ben Hill Griffin Stadium this September. Right here on your home for the 15-time SEC East champion, Florida Gators. Got a man open, down the sideline, headed
5: for the end zone. That is 98 yards. A gutsy play call by the
0: Gators. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Your home for Gators football. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 981 FM 850 AM WRUF,
5: the home of the Florida Gators. This is Gators head men's basketball coach, Todd Golden, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 981 FM, 8.50 a.m. WRUF and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app.
1: Thank you, Coach. In the home stretch here. You know, the SEC Network reruns games sometimes. It's funny over the course of a season... They're 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 showing South Carolina and Tennessee. Carolina put up 63 on Tennessee in this game. I mean, you just the, the Tennessee's defense was not very good last year, uh, and if they're going to take the next step, it it's got to get better. And I mean, Spencer Rattler at times looked like an All American, and other times. Not so much. It just—it's—it's it's amazing when you look back and you see that uh, what transpires with that. All right, we got about uh, ten minutes. I've got four emails, which means I'm probably going to need some phone callers to end the day. Don't forget tomorrow, Aaron Murray from ESPN will talk a little college football. The former quarterback, Max Chadwick, Pro Football Focus will also uh, talk a little college football. We'll have the play-by-play voice of Utah on with us on Friday. Billy Napier is scheduled to speak again on Friday. We'll carry that live for you. That's supposed to be about 1230 uh, on Friday, which is certainly subject to change. Uh, So a lot of good stuff coming up as uh, we get, as we inch closer uh, to the start of college football. Stewart says, uh, baseball trivia first night game at Wrigley Field 8 88 against Philly rained out mid game he had tickets for Tuesday's game against the Mets a complete game win by the Cubs tough loss for the Cubs last night Pete was a killer yeah alonzo did well last night but the Cubs are in a pennant race the Mets are not uh that's uh, one big difference in their seasons uh let's see here Paul emails, and this is a good question. He says, Steve, what do you think the key for success is for Gator football this year? Um, I can answer that very easily. There's not one. There's never one. Because, you know, I could say to you, you know, more consistent quarterback play. Okay. Well, then what about the defensive side of the ball? I mean, just about everything could uh, get better on that side of the ball. But I will say this: I I do think a process, a plan. If players can see it, if players can understand it, it goes a long way. And I don't think last year, a lot of the players understood it. They because they didn't see result. And this year, you might not see result, at least in a big-time way. For Florida, and I think Gator fans need to understand this, if you look at the schedule next year, next year, 2024, it is a really difficult schedule, okay? No doubt about it. But most times I try to be a glass- have full guy. So take a look at it. And okay, you, you play Miami. Is Miami a team that you can't beat, given where it is? I think fans are looking at that through the prism of Jimmy Johnson's teams. Miami's not what it used to be, much like Florida is not what it used to be. And that's a home game, I think. A home game. Okay, UCF, are you telling me you can't beat UCF at Ben Hill Griffin Stadium? I think you can, right? So I understand, you know, where things are here, but it's not like Florida can't win those games. And you get Kentucky, LSU, uh, Ole Miss, and I believe a here. So, I mean, is it easy? No. And you got to go to Tennessee and to Texas. I get that. But that's the way it's going to be. And no, it's not going to be like that all years because next year's schedule, the 24 schedule, is harder than most. But you get my point. It might be where the on-field result isn't where you'd want it to be simply because of where the schedule is. That's what's tough. But that's a year away. Wouldn't worry about that right now. But I I guess you either trust a process or you don't. But the bottom line is processes are fine, but it's about wins and losses. And that's really the truth. All right. Our final emails here. And then we will call it a day. And want to thank today Brad Spielberger from Pro Football Focus for being here. Vince, Steve, I listen a lot. I don't ever email. But I'm a little upset at some fans, and I just want to say this. Every fan has a right to say what they want to say in terms of how well or how poorly a team is going to perform. And... Fans have every right to say they want a coach fired or they don't. But at some point, don't you have to get behind the person who's here, even with reservations, and hope for the best? That's what I'm trying to do. I must admit, when Billy Napier was hired, it didn't exactly put the excitement meter on a great level, but he's our guy, and I want to get behind him. And I'm hoping Gator Nation will do that. Do you want to keep changing coaches every three or four years? That doesn't bode well for the program. So get behind this guy and hopefully things will do better. I like a lot of that. Because I think that's an unintended consequence. Fans have every right to to voice opinion, to voice disapproval, to voice frustration, to voice, I want a coach fired. Let, let, let's start with that. But if that cycle continues, how good are you going to be? How good are you going to be? And I think in this SEC world we're in now, maybe you need a little more time. Mark Stoops got that at Kentucky. It paid dividends for them, although, let's be honest, their expectation level at Kentucky is much different than expectation level here because of Florida's history in football. Do you think they'll be more patient with a drink wits at Missouri? I don't know. If there's a coach besides Jimbo Fisher because of the money he's making, who might be on the short seat? It might be Drinkwitz at Missouri because he's just been okay. But once again, take away those Missouri SEC East titles they won when McIlwain was here. Um, it's hard at Missouri now. It's hard. Uh, final email. Rick, believe it or not, a college football question not involving the Gators. It involves another SEC team. He says, I love the topic of a swing game, and I, like a majority of the listeners, think Tennessee is the swing game on the schedule. But who's the team that you think Florida must beat to have a successful season? Ooh it's a really good question must beat <sighs> uh, i'm he- I- i'm i'm hesitating between Kentucky and Carolina cuz both those games are on the road and it's not easy to win in this league on the road so i'm going to completely switch gears here and give you a team that nobody's looking at, that I think it's a guaranteed win on the Gator schedule for some, that's Arkansas. Their quarterback is really good. K.J. Jefferson's been there for like 17 years. He's good. He, he arguably is in the top three in the league in quarterbacks. And I think Florida fans are just saying, ah, win, because it's here. If Florida doesn't win that game here, I don't know. I mean, I think you're going to beat Vanderbilt here given what happened last year. I think that's the game you look at and say, I think that's the one you got to win to have a pretty successful season. That's our show for today. Don't forget tomorrow, Aaron Murray from ESPN. will talk college football as will. Max Chadwick from Pro Football Focus, and we'll see if... Any more teams switch conferences. Could happen. Could happen, right? By this time tomorrow, could Stanford be a member of the ACC? Could Cal be a member of the ACC? Maybe. We'll see. Thanks to Ailey for producing. Thanks to you for being part of the show. We'll do it again tomorrow at noon. I'm Steve Russell, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUS.